Welcome back to the last post for the issue Saturday, January 12th. I'm your host, Andrew Carey, and you are listening to the Limerick Post podcast, bringing you the latest Limerick news in bite-sized portions. Remember, you can keep up to date with all the Limerick news on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook at Limerick Post, and on the hashtag Keeping Limerick Posted, and on LimerickPost.ie. In this week's edition, our front page lead story looks at the Shul Lum movement that is gathering pace in Limerick. Volunteers have given an overwhelming response to act as escorts to local women availing of abortion services. Fears of anti-abortion protests have prompted one of the steering group from Lawyers for Choice campaign to explore providing a voluntary escort service for women under the social media hashtag of Shu Alum. Lawyers for Choice steering group member Sandra Duffy said the initiative is her own rather than that of the members of the group, but Lawyers for Choice is supportive of it, she told the Limerick Post this Wednesday. Sandra said that this is at a very early stage and she put out one tweet to see if she could gather together a network of support. Bernie's front page story has more. Bernie English has two stories surrounding HR and recruitment issues at Ireland's most overcrowded hospital. On page four, news that nurses at University Hospital Limerick are set to strike at the end of the month has been confirmed and a planned 24-hour stoppage is scheduled for January 30th. The planned strike follows a massive vote in favour by INMO nurses of industrial action last year. The union says it is legally required to give one week's notice, but has given three to allow for safety planning. Should the dispute go unresolved, there will be five further 24-hour strikes on February 5th, 7th, 12th, 13th and 14th. Staying with the hospital, there are 155 job vacancies at UHL, including positions for four consultants, 10 junior doctors and 24 nursing posts. The figures were confirmed after UHL was identified as the hospital with the worst overcrowding problem in the country last year. According to the INMO, 11,437 people were waiting on trolleys or in overspill wards at the hospital for beds in 2018. The figures released to Limerick Sinn Féin TD Morris Quinlevin showed that the 155 posts have yet to be filled. After citing all the vacancies, the Limerick TD said that this is unequivocal evidence of the recruitment and retention crisis the HSE is facing due to government policy. University of Limerick Hospital's Group Chief Executive Professor Colette Cowan said that it could take up to 18 months to fill some of the posts due to need for Garda vetting as part of the process. You can read more on the story on page 12. It was just another scheduled monthly meeting of the Adair Ratkeel Municipal District for Councillors this Tuesday when our reporter Alan Jakes went along to report on the musings of the elected representatives. But the surprise topic of crucifixions popped up with the former Mayor of Limerick City and County, Councillor Kevin Sheen, taking aim this week at the Transport Minister's attempts to tighten road traffic legislation with the introduction of new controversial laws. If we had crucifixions around here, it would be Minister Shane Ross up on the cross equipped to fellow representatives. The minister came in for scathing criticism at Tuesday's monthly meeting, where his controversial new drink-driving legislation has proved unpopular. Councillor Sheehan deemed Minister Ross as being anti-rural and focused on destroying rural towns and villages. He is anti-people from outside the pale, Councillor Sheehan declared. You can read about the councillor's comments of putting Ross on the cross on page 8. In other news, Barney English writes on page 20 about the funding that has been made available for 162 community projects under the Community Enhancement Programme. Minister of State and Limerick TD Patrick O'Donovan announced details of the projects recently, including funding for period costumes for Abbeyfield Heritage Committee and their annual reenactment event. Alan Jakes writes about the increase in Limerick seniors participating in the Seniors Alert Scheme. 
Since last year, there has been a 44% increase where the scheme provides vulnerable and elderly people with a free monitored alarm that they wear on their person and can be activated if they need assistance. Limerick people spent more than €1,100 on alcohol and tobacco for home consumption as part of the overall household budget in 2017. Eurostat, the EU statistics agency, revealed the figures that exclude purchases made in hotels or restaurants. Ireland, as a country, ranked 8th behind Luxembourg, Estonia and the Czech Republic for such purchases. Their stats also show that Irish people spent 13% of the same budget on eating out in restaurants and cafes. Only EU citizens in Spain spent marginally more. Now to a story on Limerick's cycling infrastructure. Journalist Shoham Roche spoke with local election candidate Elisa O'Donovan to get her views. Miss O'Donovan, who will represent the Social Democrats in next May's local election, said that there has been no significant improvement to the Coca-Cola bike-sharing scheme since it was introduced in 2013. The cycling infrastructure in Limerick City is inadequate and requires significant development, she said. The bike scheme was such a positive part of transport infrastructure in Limerick when it first started five years ago. I'm a regular user. I have moved into my home in O'Connell Avenue and I think one of the reasons that I moved into that house was because there is a bike stand across the road. It's so handy for like going into town and, you know, just cycling around. Um, But that scheme is just deteriorating by the day. Um, and there really just doesn't seem to be any sort of commitment from the National Transport Authority or the local council in relation to um, the upkeep of that scheme and, um, I guess, expanding it further. In sports news, two and a half pages of coverage is given over to Munster Rugby, where the province face another testing challenge this Friday night. Sporting Limerick reporter John Kyo has a story with Peter O'Mahony on the electric atmosphere expected for Friday's Champions Cup clash with Gloucester. The province is well accustomed to the welcome that awaits when they take on old foes at Kingsholm. Munster and Gloucester have had some epic showdowns in Europe's Premier Rugby competition and O'Mahony is relishing the challenge. The powerful back row forward says that there is an incredible atmosphere in Kingsholm and that fans have an incredible passion for their team. Their support around Europe is second to none, he said. Pages 74, 75 and 76 of this week's paper carries more news on Munster's battle. In GA News, Jack Neville writes on the Limerick footballing young guns and how their focus switches to the league following their defeat to Cork last Sunday in the McGrath Cup. With Cork running out convincing winners, attention now turns to Limerick's first league game which takes place in London against the Exiles on January 27. Speaking after the game to Sporting Limerick, the county's football boss Billy Lee seemed happy with his young side's performance against the Rebels but admitted that there was plenty of learning to do. Lee says that his players have an attitude that they want to improve, so the backroom team will just build and focus on the plenty of positives within the side. Adrian Finnan continues the sporting coverage, but the focus switches to soccer, and an interview piece with long-serving Limerick FC midfielder John White, who took time out to reminisce on his career in football with Fairview Rangers and Limerick FC over two decades. Sitting in the boardroom at the Fair Green, the memories came flooding back to White, and the captivating stories are recalled on page 77 this week. Don't forget, our partnership with Sporting Limerick brings you more sports news beyond the paper over at limerickpost.ie. In business news this week, recent figures from the CSO show that unemployment figures have dropped to their lowest since pre-crash records in February 2018. In business news this week, recent figures from the CSO show that unemployment figures have dropped to their lowest since pre-crash records in February 2008, with just 5.3% not working last December. In Limerick, Fine Gael TD Tom Neville said that since the implementation of the Action Plan for Jobs in 2012, Limerick has seen a 61% decrease in unemployment figures, 
something that he very much welcomes. There is a knock-on effect from people returning to work, he says, and the symbiosis is there to see. Limerick is an emerging city on many levels and it is occurring out in the county too and this is reflected in areas like Kilmallock and Newcastle West according to the Limerick TD. Staying with Tom Neville, I spoke with him on news that Limerick has been ranked as the third best city in Western Europe for electronic manufacturing. That is according to the 2018 World's Most Competitive Cities report which was released last week by the US site selection magazine. Limerick performed well in a number of sectors including the chemicals and plastic sector. The publication offers details of the cities, the regions and the expansion planning information from CEOs, decision makers, facility planners and corporations by industry sector. Deputy Neville said that he was not surprised at the news given the talent pool available and that the companies looking to expand or relocate here would be very well served in any of the industries outlined in the report. Uh, Entertainment editor Eric Fitzgerald has his finger on the pulse of Ents News in Limerick and he joins me now with news of winter festivals, Limerick rapper Hazy and Supernova, a new release by Limerick producer-singer-songwriter Jane Fraser. Eric, you're welcome. Hi Andy, how are you? Great. You want to have a little chat about what you've got contained in this week's pages? Yeah, we got a busy uh, week this week actually. Um, Beginning of January, there's always some brand new releases coming out and uh, it's an exciting time of the year actually for music, so... We have, uh, first up, um, MZKA, a.k.a. Jane Fraser. Like She's a fantastic uh, producer, singer, songwriter, and um, she put on a great performance uh, at the I Love the Cranberries, I Heart the Cranberries gig last, uh, last year, and um, she's been working away on her own music for maybe a couple of years now. So she came out with this just about a week ago. It's called Supernova. It's fantastic production on it, and there's a sort of an Arabic almost sound to it, and I uh, had a chat with her and uh, yeah, she put an awful lot of work into it and um, the production is like just top notch and all the more surprising that it was uh, recorded out of her home studio. Pretty much a bedroom recording but you would not know it listening to it. Now. I think you might have a, a copy of it to play a little later on to, for people to hear. It's, it's pretty fantastic stuff. The artwork is pretty amazing as well. It's by Ken Coleman and um, it's, she's actually... I think she's a name to watch. MZKA uh, for 2019. My first tip, Andy. Keep it steady on the desert plain. Keep it rolling, take control. Excellent, sounds good. Um, looking over at some more content, you've got Limerick rapper Hazy and some news. Yeah, this is exciting as well, actually. And this came out this week as well, and uh, somewhere in Ireland. So this is a five-part video, uh, and it's, it's based around hip-hop, art, filmmaking, animation. Of the five parts, one part just got released last week. Uh, part two is coming out this Thursday. And uh, the first part featured Hazy, and uh, he uh, played a fantastic, he's, he's part of the Same Difference trio. And um, yeah, it's just a fantastic video. It's funny, it's smart, and like I say, it is for a series of five. And even the Limerick Post newspaper made a cameo in one of the first scenes of the video. So it's worth a look, and we'll have that up on the website. And uh, keep an eye out for the other, uh, the, the other four that'll come up in the next two weeks. And on January 18th, Friday, January 18th, Pharmacy uh, Prescription, the, uh, the, the hip-hop crew are going to show all five with a gig as well. So that's something to look out for. Excellent. I see you've other news on a Winter Festival. Winter Festival. It's one of my favourites. And um, 
This is out in Six Mile Bridge in Bunratty. It's running for 20 years now. Loads of bluegrass, trad, rock music. You, you just don't know what, what you're going to get. And it's like 70 acts over about 15 venues. You know, there's not a whole lot happening, say, festival-wise this time of year. So this really, this really kicks the, the season off, you know. And uh, yeah, that's on the January 17th to January 22nd. Um, traditional Irish music legend Matt Malloy um, is probably the, the big star. And um, he'll be playing a, a gig there on the Saturday. And I think... Uh, that one is uh, sponsored by Midas Music. As you say, it's not the most atypical time for festivals, but lots to look forward to there. Yep. And I suppose we wouldn't close out the end section without a quick nod to uh, Dolores and the uh, posthumous awards that are being made in UL. Yeah, yeah, this is um, something uh, for Dolores's anniversary, really. And um, it's, uh, I suppose... There's a, the Music Memories and Memorabilia Collection, um, that, like the, that was that's been around for a couple of years, and there's there's a hope that maybe that might be a permanent fixture in Limerick. So Nicky Wolf will be presenting uh, a old poster, one of the earliest from the Cranberries, and a black and white photograph as well from the early part of their career, and he'll be presenting that uh, at the Mayor's office on Monday, January 14th, this Monday. And um, I suppose it's just another way of, of remembering Dolores. So, because uh, so, it will be a, a year next week. Okay, thanks very much for joining us, Eric. And Thank you, uh, we look forward to reading more about the Ents News in Limerick. So, this has been the last post. I've been your host, Andrew Carey. And for more news, sport, entertainments, home and living, pet news, and much, much more, make sure to turn to the Limerick Post every Thursday in print and online at limerickpost.ie and through all our social media channels. We really are keeping Limerick posted.